pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It cleans your breath. What a toothpaste. Water cleans your teeth. And the Gorgetway stops loose decay best. Hello, welcome to One Life Left. Hello. <laughs> we don't have a Simon this week, so Anne is filling in in the opening co-presenting duties. Am I doing uh, well enough? You're doing okay, right? I said now. hello, that, that's all I've done. Really? Yeah. Do you want to go on? Yeah. Normally at this point, Simon, you know, says something pithy and disinterested in generally in the radio. Then our listeners will write in and say, why, why is Simon hating what he's doing so much? Can't you cheer him up? I love what I'm doing. I know, I can tell. Yeah. Um, so, are you excited about Show 59? It is our last show of 2008. Well, our last show on a Tuesday. That's true. Because? Because what did we do on Saturday? On Saturday, we went drinking and making radio. <laughs> we did. Uh, was it in that order? Uh, yeah. It really was. It really and then was. what did we do after making uh, radio? More drinking. And it went really well, it didn't it? It went really well. We had a party, lots of listeners came. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, everyone was very nice. Really as, nice. As expected. Yeah, that was going to say. Think. And um, And yeah, we recorded a show and you've got the mini discs, haven't you? Uh, both of them. That they were recorded, because we did, how long did we do? About? A bit too long, I think. A bit too long. <laughs> Overstayed our welcome. Um, and have you listened back to them? Uh, I've listened back to none of them. None of them. And, none. And do you want to take a guess at how broadcastable it's going to be? Because in theory... Maybe broadcastable. Literally, hopefully broadcastable. broadcastable. Uh, you're listening to One Life Left, which is Resonance FM's video game show. So far, we haven't talked about video games, but that will change in the next hour. Yeah, uh, we have a whole host of things coming up. Tell our listeners what what's coming up on the show. Um, all the usual features. Um, we've got a guest live in the studio today. Is it last week's guest? It's last week's guest. This week. Exciting. Um, all the yeah, all the usual features. We've got uh, Derek. Some uh, odds on, various, various other things. Various other things. But mostly, we've got the news. One life left. One life left. One life left. One life left. Video game news. 
It's 9.04 on Tuesday the 18th of December. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Harmonix has been bitching about Activision. It's mad because Activision won't allow the use of a patch that would make PS3 Guitar Hero controllers compatible with Rock Band. Activision has said that it had tried to reach an agreement, but that Harmonix hadn't accepted. Sony has said that it's six of one and half a dozen of the other and sent them both to the corner. The biggest problem with having no Simon is there's no one to make that initial first comment in the news. What are we going to do? If only we had someone, someone else in the studio who could do that. Someone who knew about news. Someone who knows about video games. I I wonder, I wonder if we could somehow sort this out. Please welcome One Life Left listeners, Tom from Eurogamer. Hey, hello. Hello, Tom. How are you? I'm actually quite unwell for the second week in a row, but I couldn't get out of it this time. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for braving your sickness and making it through to to the One Life Left studios. Oh, no, no, my pleasure. Um, And we've brought you into the show a little earlier than usual because you're going to uh, comment on our news stories. Okay. Actually, uh, maybe we should let the listeners in the secret. Before we go on air, we have to pre-fade the mics, check our levels and things like that. Uh, How did Tom check his levels this week? By reading the news. And, and what happened when he was doing that? Uh, he, I, I told him he had to stop because he was a bit good. <laughs> he was too good. But he should be quite familiar with the news, shouldn't he, Anne? Um, Leave it. <laughs> maybe. Let's just say Tom and I share a source in that Tom is my source. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Tom, uh, as you're the source of that news story, right. and I was fiddling about with the jingles during it and didn't really pay attention, care to summarise? Um, I'm still actually quite in awe of how you're able to play all the music using just the things in front of you, which I can't see. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Um, But I'm not able to listen at the same time. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, that can create problems. Um, So, yes, this Activision, um, and actually I suppose it's MTV rather than Harmonix because Harmonix is part of MTV problem. Mm -hmm. Um, Activision seems to be cross because uh, they want to make lots of money and they think the best way to do that at the moment is to stop people using these guitars. Uh, I probably have to watch my words a little bit here. Um, they, Simon doesn't, so okay. don't worry about okay, it. Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. They've, they, they sort of, they've probably had a sit down and thought, right, what do we want to do? We want to sell lots of copies of Guitar Hero um, and we want to stop EA selling lots of copies of Rock Band. Mm. Um, and they, they, they think the best way at this point, uh, given the situation, is to prevent Sony releasing this patch that would allow people to use their Guitar Hero controllers with Rock Band. It is, it is a shame that Simon isn't here, um, mm. because I know that he takes quite a contrary view on this, Does which is that it's fair enough, and it's their toy, well, and they can do what they want that's, with it. That's certainly one perspective. However, I'm actually one of the, um, the victims of this, as I have a PS3 rock band and a PS3 Guitar Hero controller, right. and I would so like to put them together. I <laughs> What, so, one of those double-necked yes, guitars? Yes, well, that and also to replace the slightly rubbish one that comes with rock band. You see, I have, um, I have the Konami uh, Guitar Freaks, oh, guitar freaks one yeah. as well. And the last thing I need I've never is, even seen that. What does it look like? Like Describe all the others, it. it's uh, less complex. Okay. Um, and it's purple. Does it have a neck? It does have a neck, yes. And it's purple, uh, but to all intents and purposes, it's the same. Obviously, it's not compatible with no. the other things. Well, you don't see people got, complaining about that, do you? I think you? it's only got three neck buttons as well. Right. Um, but, you know, this was... No wonder it failed. It was back in the 70s it mm, came out, mm. so... Um, so, yeah, the... Uh, the I think this obviously convergence would be great, and it would be wonderful if I only had one peripheral for all those things. Simon, Simon, you know he he's uh, he's he works for the man, and believes the man has he the works right. for one of the men in question actually, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> uh, and what do you think about this? Well, I think it's a bit silly because they're just quibbling over uh, the PS3 when actually it works on everything else. So why don't they just give in and say may as well? Exactly. 
games take so long to develop, Warren Spector is worried he'll only be able to develop three more in his lifetime. The 52-year-old told Eurogamer that game development requires an intense amount of energy, a level of focus and dedication and belief and confidence and time. One Life Left knows how he feels. <laughs> so, does, so does talking to Kieran Gillen, which is what he was doing. So. <laughs> which, which of those things do you think applies to One Life Left? Um, a, a level of focus <laughs> what, what and level? Um, a pretty low level <laughs> um yeah so so warren, was warren talking to kieran then yes he, uh, they invited um us to interview warren um and we thought we'd send kieran because you know that's <laughs> that's always going to be quite an interesting combo um kieran loves but, warren but the, the reason we thought we'd send kieran is that um they said that we couldn't talk to warren about what he was actually doing so we had right. to, we, like he couldn't talk about his game. He could only talk about how his company was bought by uh, Disney, okay. which we all know. So we sent Kieran, and, and he got things like that. I the day um, the day I arrived in Bath to begin my new career as a journalist for Future Publishing, mm. I met Kieran, who was the only person I'd met before, uh, and Kieran had a huge beard at that time. Uh, huge beard. What's funny about that? Anne? It's just because I've I've met him like maybe just once or twice and last time i saw him i think he did have a big beard and no yeah. hair on the top of his head yeah and and it's just quite a funny image <laughs> okay. well he had a huge beard um and apparently this was because uh he'd he'd had uh, some sort of appendix operation apparently kieran's organs are all in the wrong place did you know that i'm wondering how this has anything to do with facial hair actually could you keep going no no, no. so we're, we're so I'm, i am going to pull this back okay and i remember kieran telling me um outside of Future's offices, how he'd just been on a big bender because, uh, I mean, a drinking session, <laughs> because uh, because Looking Glass Studios had just gone under and he couldn't cope with it. Yeah. He'd just been drinking for five days. So I, I bet it was, you know, it was nice it's, for him to It's a subject very close to his heart. I wonder if he told Warren Spector that. Do you think we could get Warren He didn't. Spe- I've, read the, I've read the transcript. He did say quite a lot of things, though. Warren seems to love Kieran as well. I know. Do you think we could get Warren on the show? Maybe we could call Kieran later and ask him. He could play the tape. Sony America boss Jack Tretton thinks the PlayStation 3 is now number one with developers. He said that games are now being developed primarily for his console and then ported to other formats. This makes him very happy. People used to make games for the Xbox and PC and then port them to PS3 when they remembered. Poor PS3. That sounded like mock sympathy. (laughs) You don't care, do you? I just don't care. But you've just bought an Xbox 360. Yeah. Ooh, does that make you a fanboy? Yep. Fangirl? More likely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you've been playing. You almost played a game. This I week. almost. Let's talk about that later. Mm. Let's talk about that later. Okay. Uh, so you're providing the Xbox 360 pers- perspective on this. Yeah. You're going to have to provide the PS3. Okay. Okay. The, well, uh, uh, I, anything? Uh, it's quite. Can I? No, I want to do that one. EA are going to have a chat with Steven Spielberg at the Games Developers Conference in San Francisco next year. They'll be talking about Boom Blocks, a Wii title, and another unannounced action game. One Life Left will only be happy if they end with a dinosaur flying over the moon on a bike. (laughs) You wrote that one yourself as well, didn't you? I really did. Well done. You can tell. Um, I didn't even know that. I'll probably report that tomorrow. (laughs) At the party party on Saturday, Anne got a team to help write her news for the first time ever. I have a news team around the desk, the news desk. It was great, wasn't it? There's some uh, some pictures on the Facebook, aren't there, of you, you doing the news. Uh, so Spielberg's making games. Apparently so, Is this yeah. a good he's, thing for video games? Well, he's been saying he's been making games for quite some time. This story seems to pop up every sort of six to eight months or something, um, but they never seem to get any closer to being released. Am I right in thinking that 
he had a crack at making games before with uh, The Dig, LucasArts's... Is that before your time? Maybe. I'm only about 10. Uh, um, I think that Steven Spielberg, uh, back in the days when LucasArts were making sort of, uh, you know, their trade was really in adventure games and they made, uh, you know, Indie and The Fate of Atlantis, there was a game called The Dig, which I think was Spielberg... Or was it Lucas? Lucas Arts made it. I'm pretty sure of that, but I don't know whether he was. Someone, someone write into team at onelifeleft.com and tell me. I mm. can't remember. My me- my memory's gone. You're too young. I'm too old. Yeah. You are indifferent. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So he's made. He's one of the one of these games has been announced. At least one of them. Yeah. Which is the building blocks one, right? Boom blocks. Is it not like Jenga? We can only hope that it, it is. It looked like Jenga. Do we want to hope that? Because Jenga's brilliant as a non-video game. We don't need a video game version of Jenga. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. So I'm just uh, trying to say things. No, maybe that's good. Maybe that's good. Not that you're trying to say things, but right. that Spielberg's making a game that's like a game rather than it'd a game quite, that's like a film. It'd be quite funny if his first game was really derivative, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what are the other two? What, the other two games? Yeah. Uh, well, one... I know that they're talking about another unannounced action game. But okay. Do you want it's... to speculate on what that's like? Go on, add some rumours. That's what other podcasts do. They make up things. Do you remember when uh, One Up was it One Up said ninety nine percent chance that something really big is going to happen this week and nothing happened. Oh. So why don't we do that? Okay. We can do that. Uh, wh- what's the action game going to be about? It's going to be action packed. So yeah. there'll be some kind of movement, maybe be, on movement. Um, okay. scooters. Scooters. <laughs> scooter based movement. Scooters in Spielberg's next game. Yeah. What else? Um, lions. Tom, I think it's a combination of ET and Saving Private Ryan. ET. So. Except E.T. plays the part of, um, uh, was it Matt Damon? One of of those people. One of those people. Brilliant. You heard it here first. And finally, both Sony and Microsoft have the dubious honour of appearing on Fortune's 101 Dumbest Moments in Business list. Sony appeared twice on the annual list, firstly for its promotion of God of War 2 and then for the Resistance Fall of Man debacle. Microsoft was included for sending a background dossier about a writer, meant for executives, to the writer in question. Idiots, the lot of them. You promised us... Yes. You promised us that we'd never hear about the resistance fall of man issue again on the news. But this is in a very roundabout way. Very roundabout. Still there, Anne. (sighs) Still there. Sorry, I can only (laughs) apologise. Okay. Can we we talk about the dead goat incident more? Uh, We can talk about the dead goat incident. What do you have to say about the dead goat incident? It it was a dead goat. It was funny, I guess. It was. People take these things incredibly seriously. I don't really understand it. I didn't understand the, the cathedral thing either, to be honest. I mean... Like, We're not allowed to talk about the cathedral thing. Our listeners don't like it. Every week... What was the okay. other one? We had two stories. One uh, about... Uh, one about uh, Resistance Fall of Man and... What, what was the other one you're not allowed to mention? Two. Oh, yeah, the other one, the, you know, the game. Right, yes, yes. yes. Uh, we don't talk about that. Although there is that in the news. You there is, mentioned but it. I'm not mentioning it. <laughs> no. Very good. Um, so, yeah, uh, th- those were dumb moments, weren't they? They were. Th- I, I particularly do like the one where Microsoft sent the dossier to... I mean, do you have dossiers on your, on your guests and things like that? Uh, Anne's in charge of that. Do we have a dossier? Uh, we have files. Is that how files you got Tom? And fi- yeah. You went through your files? Yeah. Who else do you have files on? All previous guests. Do you have files and on me? me? Yes. How many? Quite a few. You've got a whole filing cabinet. Really? Yeah. Excellent. Um, so somewhere, I, I, I heard that there is a company that specialises in keeping track of journalists. You know, Let's and keeping yes. these files. Right. Oh, right. You mean for proper so, journalists, not games journalists? No, no, no. I was a bit no, scared. Games journalists. Oh, right. So I assume there's, there's a file on you. 
I wouldn't be well, very. I how... wouldn't be very hard to follow. I'm quite conspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> but this is how that problem happened, right? The um, the the issue was that a Microsoft's uh, PR agency or yeah. an agency sent details about the journalist yeah. to the journalist by accident. I don't understand how that would happen. Maybe they put the um, the file in uh, one of those envelopes that has the little cellophane bit at the top, and his address was there. Uh, that might have happened. Do you think I'm maybe always doing that. when he got it, he thought it was a bit like "This is your life," <laughs> and he opened it up. You were born. Uh, yeah, that's brilliant. You this is are, everything I've ever yeah, done. You are a bit too lenient to sports games. But do you find it, Tom? Like you know, it's a very important you know modern video game journalist. Right. Do, you, do you not find it a bit creepy that people are tracking your every move, trying to second yes, guess you? I didn't before, but I do now. Right? Is Anne intimidating you? Is this news yeah, changing your bit. life? <laughs> I sent I sent her an email the other day. I'm worried that that's going to come back and haunt me. Been somehow. filed. Right. Is that it, Anne? Yeah, that's it. Thanks. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry. Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is so cool. I love it. <laughs> You've never reacted as well to a story, uh, to a song. No, I never have. But it's never been this good before. Really? Yeah. Is this the peak of music on this One is Life the Left? Peak. Yeah, it really is. What do you think, Tom? I'm really impressed, actually. I was enjoying that. I only spotted that it was uh, it was Christmassy towards the end there, though. We, I'm not very observant. We do have some Christmas songs. We played some of them last year, but we've got more listeners now. Yeah. So we might as well play Let's them again. Let's reel them out. Sorry, that's a bit mean to the hardcore, isn't it? The ones who've been listening uh, since no, the start. They're You're... just getting the best again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, so we are joined by Tom from Eurogamer, who uh, is going to, right now, this moment, now, no. give Anne some news advice. Now. Yeah. Right. I do uh, need it. What do you think of the news this week? Um, I liked it. I thought it was good. Well, because you say that, but sometimes our listeners have been critical, haven't they, Anne? They have. In do you the know past. what? They write in and they say, 
news wasn't very newsy this week, was it? How, but how he is didn't it? write in. That's the worst thing. What? Like like a snake. He just lay in the grass, <gasps> just hissing about the news on an internet forum. That's pretty poor. Isn't it? Didn't yeah. even have the guts Well, if you're going to say it, say it to my face. Or say it to your email address, which is... Team at onelifeleft.com. No, it's not. That's Don't it. email me directly. I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah email team, then we can see her <laughs> yeah. cry. So, so, yeah, Anne needs to, you know, our, our, the criticism is that our news isn't newsy enough. How can we stay on the cutting edge of uh, video game journalism? Um... Or move to the cutting edge of <laughs> video game journalism because we're not there right now. Uh, well, you could do what a lot of um, internet websites, um, as opposed to non-internet websites, do, which is to uh, call up video games publishers, claim they've heard something, um, and then get them to comment on it, and then print a story saying that they've denied it or not commented on it, even the, though it doesn't exist. You see, the problem with doing that now is that our show goes out quite late, so yeah. it's yeah. difficult to call them up from here. You could call the US and pretend we could to be American. Call the US. Yeah. Do you have any US? Games numbers. I I do actually. Interesting. interesting. Mm. And we've just learned how to work the phones. Ooh. Very interesting. And what happened last time we called the US? Um, a guy was on the way his way to work and <laughs> uh, had to hang up. <laughs> yeah. So that went well. But then again, that's setting the bar quite low. Yeah. So do you um do you ever you know do the news hound thing and go after like really breaking stories? Because I know a big criticism uh, that I've read. Uh, of uh, internet journalism these days is that it's just taking the press releases from Games Press, rewriting them, publishing them. Do you ever seek out well, your own stories? Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, that, that sort of element of it, the uh, the element you refer to of um, of sort of reprinting press releases and so on, um, what we try to do is we always make a phone call on a story, whatever it is. Um, we always uh, try and find a lead in it that isn't the most obvious one, well, that isn't the... Uh, the one that they're prescribing. Yeah. Um, and in the cases of actual stories which aren't necessarily originated in press releases and so on, we send our much better news people than me to uh, <laughs> to phone everyone up who could possibly be involved in it and try and get comments and things like that. It's interesting the way you, you talk about being prescribed news because obviously that's the job of PRs. Mm. Like Simon, who would be sitting here. Yeah. And his job he wouldn't would, allow this feature. He wouldn't. He'd be, he'd be spinning it right yeah. now. Um, and it's your job to try and get to the heart of the news story. Do you think that like people generally do that in video game journalism? No, 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 not at all. I, I think I think there's a lot. I mean, even even amongst the better people, I think there's a lot of cynicism. Mm. Um, I think we look, we we know now that you know we have to we have to get lots of hits, and 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 it, what we try to do, or what I try to um, encourage the people who I work with to do, because um, I'm not always directly involved in the news, is uh, is get them to to try and, and look at the story both in terms of. Um, the users uh, of the site um, and the story itself, rather than just the, just purely the hits. Um, it, it is a really difficult balance they, to, to. It really strike, is because you, you know you can either shoot yourself in the foot or um, or, uh, or, sh- or shoot yourself in the head <laughs> or the uh, heart. In fact, there's lots of shooting going on. Which one of those are you going to go for, Anne? Um, heart. I'm emotional. See, Anne's never been afraid of angering publishers with her news stories, have you? No. You haven't shied away from it? Never. Well, I, well, I wouldn't say we were, we were afraid of doing it. In fact, in some cases, I'll, I'll be brutally honest, there are quite a few people who work for us who actually kind of uh, enjoy the uh, the negative reaction. Not that yeah. I'm one of them. Um, no. I mean, it's never n- nice to hurt people's feelings. No, of course it? not. That's not that's not what I mean. What, what I, I mean is, uh, is, is sometimes people just do the most absurd things and it's, it's hard not to engage in a little schadenfreude. <laughs> you must have hurt some people in the for past. For example, though. dead goats. Dead goats. Dead goats. That was very hard not to laugh about. 
Yes. I remember Ellie Ellie was giving us a running comment. Ellie uh, Gibson, our, our news editor at the time. In fact, I think she was in charge of uh, gamesindustry.biz at the time. She mm. changes jobs all the time. <laughs> um, she was uh, she was chasing down uh, all these people at Sony to try and get some feedback on, on this ridiculous story and she gave us a running commentary on all the comments she was getting from people um, and it's a you know x denies knowledge of goat um why uh, claims to be aware of goat but unable to comment on goat and things like that so you derived some uh some german satisfaction from that yes yes w- what did they do to hurt you <laughs> because that's what the it was meaning the goat, of that word, the goat was it? the real victim oh right i see so i, I got you got you got there you. was a victim so and um, i don't understand what the word means and do you have any questions you'd like to put to tom um, now, I don't, sometimes I don't understand the news, and I'm sure that you get news and you're a bit like, I just don't get it. How do you fight your way through all of these uh, things? So-and-so said such and such about Bob, and then Bob said this about Ujimadig, and then, yeah. oh, they're in, so- how do you fight your way through that uh, um, to get a, a reasonable news story out of it? I usually look at it and and, and sort of, well, first of all, if, if it's just really vague and someone said something to so-and-so, then, then sometimes we won't bother because it's a little bit hard and you've really got to try and track down the people who spoke. Um, and if not them, then people who can represent them um, to you. Um, but uh, often it, it comes down to, you know, what you know already. So if you've been tracking a story or you know the games in question, uh, it can be quite easy to just get to where the actual top of the uh, the news is, as it were, rather than the things that people will jam around the edges. So really I should try and keep my finger on the pulse more frequently than perhaps I do? It is quite important oh, okay. to reporting news, but uh, it's not essential. Um, as, uh, as as I was, ge- I was, I was going to say something nasty there, I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, well, we will uh, we'll look for more advice from Tom uh, later in the show. For now, we're going to hear Derek's uh, very special Christmas market economy. Twas the last day for me before Christmas, when all through the town, many a creature was shopping and wearing a frown. No stockings were hung by chimneys anymore, and these consoles now barely fit through the door. The children demanding in their spoiled little way, PS3, 360, a Wii and Wii Play. And Mama cries into the air about her dismal look. I can't get a DS, though I've searched every nook. I've seen them on eBay, but I failed with my bid. Our Christmas now costs a few thousand quid. It didn't matter they'd been naughty, not nice. This mother she spends without thinking twice. Buying whole beta five and more gangster games. Read the bloodlust of her three little pains. Now should Saint Nick appear, he'd better watch out. He'd most likely be caught in their shootout. In the shadows they'd stalk him all quiet and still, waiting and waiting for their bloody kill. The world is not lost at one market stall, a market trader that you all know so well. This one blue sky gaming dynasty warrior, the world's mightiest game purveyor. Derek Williams, the name by which he is called. Useful advice given, or so I'm told. Cheap prices to all, he friendly smiled. All are stopped, totally beguiled. So money from their hands into his flew. He's the one always honest and true. 
so he says on this seasonal night. Merry Christmas to all and remember shop right. Thank you, Derek. Uh, you rushed us back to the mic there because we were just preparing the letters. Yeah. Which we're almost on, almost on right now. Uh, we just got a criticism from Tom, though. That's that. Well, it wasn't a criticism. It was a. It was an. It was a constructive observation. Observation. It's a shame because we could have put it in the apologies section <laughs> already. Uh, but you pointed out that that we haven't talked about a, com- a video game yet, or indeed a computer game. That's that's coming up um, during the letter section, which is now. That makes me so happy, that jingle, all the time. We met we met um, Nick, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Oh, no, wait, Nick didn't do this. Uh... I think Andy, Andy Jackson did, it, did this, yeah. and he couldn't, he couldn't make it. Oh, no, it. he couldn't. Nick did the reviews thing, which we'll use later, assuming Tom's got some reviews. Oh, you've got a review as well. Uh, welcome to the One Life Left Letters section, which is going badly so far. Yeah. Mm. 7 out of 10. <laughs> uh, I like that. Uh, people are guests using our jokes. Funny. Although I heard someone wrote to us, someone said on the forum, actually on the Facebook group, that yeah. Edge have stolen the 7 out of 10 joke. They're doing t-shirts with it on there. We'll now. have to get on to the lawyers about that. Read out a letter. Uh, hi, Anne, Simon, and the other one. Before we start, I want to share my first experience with uh, Resonance FM with you. I'm not sure with the time difference, but I think I went online and listened to the Tight Pudding Show. 15 minutes hearing someone vomit. Makes a very good first-time experience, I can tell you. That's unsurprising. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. Um, Okay, so here's my OLL-related question. On the forum, after listening to your last show, I started a thread that's called... Where's Robert? So, in other words, why isn't he on the show anymore? Hold on, let me turn off the music. This vomiting is making me sick, listening to it whilst typing this email. Okay, keep up the good work, and we'd love to hear the story behind the mystery. Take care, Neo Motion. Thanks, Neo Motion. Thanks. It's a good question, isn't it? Good question. Uh, we did talk about it at the party. Yeah, we did, so maybe we should save it. Uh, yeah, listen to the Christmas party episode, which is coming up on the 23rd, if you're a Resonance FM listener. And if you're not, you'll be able to download it from the website that same day. Yes, you will. Uh, next letter. Uh, maybe I could do this one. Yeah, Shall I see if I can one. stretch the mic? I'm not sure if I can. Yeah, I can. Okay. Uh, this is from John. Dear One Life Left, I wanted to share a recent obsession with you. Somewhere amongst the wilds of the internet, I found a link pointing towards www.thesimexchange.com. Have you heard of that, Tom? No. Okay, well, he's going to explain what it is now. Excellent. It's a simulated stock market based on the sales and Metacritic rankings of games. I'm sure I could justifiably use the term uh, meter or meta. Is that meter or meta? Meta. Meta. It is meta, isn't it? To describe it, it's essentially a game about games, or more specifically, a game about the sales of games. It's surprisingly compulsive, mostly because I haven't got a Scooby-Doo about the stock market. (laughs) but I can tell a good game from a stinker from 100 yards. So, I'm happily trading imaginary stocks for imaginary currency all day and expecting to get fired for violating my company's use of internet rules any day now. One Life Left seems like a fitting audio backdrop for this activity. Why do you think that is? Um, because we get people sacked. <laughs> okay. Do you? Because we, we just sound like we do. Oh. Because we're, I don't know, because we're unprofessional. Because it sounds like we don't have jobs, yeah. maybe. Right. Incidentally, I also listen to One Up Your, the One Up Yours podcast... And while you're correct about it predominantly being about American swearing, 
It also differentiates itself from One Life Left by literally talking about current video game releases. Plastic horse, per- plastic horse peripherals for digital courses, though, in it. Cheers, John Man. Uh, fair point, John Man. We should point out that we we're not we don't really dislike One Up. We just think it's we don't a- dislike anyone. We don't. We don't because we're nice. Yeah. Is there anyone you dislike? Not in this room. Really? Mm-hmm. Who's not here? <gasps> well. Okay. Um, next letter, please. Uh, hold on. Uh, dear OLL team, but mostly Steve. Not so much Anne, but Simon a little, I guess. Well, it can't be Simon today. So. Although it will be in the future when he does listen back to this. Uh, so he can maybe hear about this. Maybe. He won't be happy. No, it said Simon a little. Not so much me, though. Uh, in regards to your negative comments on One Up during your show from the bunker, I had to point something out. Uh, I bought Crush based off of the good things they said about it on their podcast when it first came out. But if what you said is true and I shouldn't listen to them next time they tell me to buy one of your games, then I will never buy another one of your excellent games so long as 1UP is telling me to buy it and you are telling me not to trust 1UP. Tim from Minneapolis. I don't think we said don't trust 1UP. We just said they swear. And they do. That's fact. Have you played Crush, Tom? Uh, I'm ashamed to say I haven't. Uh. Did you give it a good review? Did your side I give think it a good so, I think so. Good. Good? I'm glad. Good. Good. I, I couldn't follow that email at all. Uh, so he was basically saying, Steve, you had something to do with the development of Crush. Right. One Up said Crush was good. Right. If you don't like One Up, then you don't like your own game. I now mm. understand. It's a good point. Yeah. Um, we, no, uh, you know, we. it's fine. It's fine. He has like, there's no bad blood between us and one-up. We're not I'm, trying to start a war here. What about, what about you and that guy? I'm a metaphorical, not metaphysical, hand to the one-up team. Okay, so if, you, if anyone from one-up is listening to this and wants Anne's hand, please email... <laughs> team at onelifeleft.com. That address again? Team at onelifeleft.com. Okay, so this is a long one, so I'm going to have to go quickly. Uh, but this is quite exciting because it's about Super Smash Brothers. Ooh. So, dear team, but mostly Steve, since no one seems to be taking up the call to be an arms... In, to, sorry, <laughs> start again. Since no one seems to be taking up the call to arms in defence of Super Smash Brothers, I thought I would at least make an effort. Before I get to that, however, I'd like to point out the ridiculousness of convincing someone that a game isn't rubbish. The ultimate qualification for Smash Brothers mes- merits is whether or not one receives any pleasure from playing it. This is quite hard to read because it's just one big block yeah. of text, clearly typed by a very angry man. I clearly do, you clearly don't, and since I'm not pretentious enough to try and convince you that you don't really dislike it, but only think that you do, I will ultimately attempt to simply describe a few things that fulfil my gaming taste. Firstly, find a great deal of satisfaction in the uniqueness of a fighting game that's more location-based as opposed to traditional combo reflex-based fighters. He's right, there's, you know, arenas. He did say uniqueness, though. Let's not get grammatical. Sorry, about yes, this. Okay. that's fine. My bad. Okay, uh, I've lost my point in the thing, and the letters theme Uniqueness. is about to run out. Anyway, I think it's fair to say he goes on and on and on about how good Smash Brothers is, yeah. and he makes some good points. I'm not going to go to the rest to the end of Tim Boyson's letter just because there's so much there, and he makes a convincing argument. But one of the reasons you're on the show. Is because you also make a convincing argument for liking Smash Brothers. I probably do. Go on then. Quite quite some time ago, though. Go on then. Well, what I would say uh, in response to learning that you aren't a fan of Smash Brothers and that he is, okay, is that I am not aware of the um, idiosyncrasies of your particular arguments. But My, you I, are I don't. Wrong. I literally don't have an argument, Tom. Oh. I just think it's rubbish. I, I'm not. I, I really think it's a bad game. I could try and make an argument. Anne, why yeah. is Smash Brothers bad? 
because it's just fighting and that. Yeah. It's very floaty fighting. Yeah, I, I, I. You can be Pikachu. Yeah, I could and be and Kirby. Kirby. Yeah, uh, and that's good. I don't know. I think when when I've played it, it seemed scrappy. It seemed a little random. When I've seen videos of it on YouTube, I've not been able to grasp the skill of uh, that people have been playing uh, with. I assume because they put their videos on YouTube, and I just don't get the point. Well, there's a lot of humour to it. Humour. Um, okay, so it's a funny game. Well, th- that's mostly towards the end of the bouts. I honestly haven't played Smash Brothers. You couldn't, you couldn't pick something more contemporary, like uh, something that came out in the last. Well, everyone's anticipating the new years. Smash Brothers. Aren't they, they are. That's true. That's so true. I think that's got quite a lot of cool little features. They've, they've. I, I was quite sceptical about that one when they first announced it. You know, mm. it's basically going to be a GameCube game again. But they've done lots of quite neat things. There's a Picto Chat level. You can, you can surely get excited. About really? That. Tell, yeah. tell me about that. Well, the, they, they, as you're playing, the arena that you're playing on is constructed of things drawn on a picto chat screen in real time as you play that's quite cool it is um there's a a spectator system which actually doesn't sound rubbish because you can bet on the games that you're watching i heard that but it's not real money is it no it's not real money (sighs) odds on he's disappointed could have been his moment um yeah i've been keeping up to date with the blog mainly because every time the guy blogs something it goes to the front page of dig straight Mm. away because there's so many smash brothers fanboys out there but the thing i keep coming back to is when i've seen smash brothers and when i've played smash brothers it's always seemed to combine the worst aspects of um hardcore video games in that you only understand it after you put in 80 hours with the worst aspects of party games which is that ultimately it's completely random i i would i would disagree on uh, on both points actually uh i don't think it takes 80 hours to master i think when i reviewed it bear in mind i was about four mm. um this is the gamecube <laughs> version uh i think it took me a couple of afternoons to properly get to grips with it right um after which i was able to trounce people who came around to my house trying to uh, trying to do the old street fighter 2 thing of winning one round and then never playing you again that's and, what I do. And I was I, I was about to say that I was young enough that people did still do that to me, but I'm pleased <laughs> that you actually are keeping that tradition up. No, no, I, d- I definitely do that. And I can't remember what your other point was, but it was wrong as well. Great.
Dance, another remix by CFCF. This is Crush on You. I like it. You do? I've liked 100% of the music we've played so far today. I thought you were going to tell us about people you had a crush on when you start, I liked. Well, you know, Simon's not here. It was an opportunity. It was. Come on, he tucks you in every show. You can't deny there's not some kind of spark there. I'm going to miss that at the end of 2007. We'll see how uh, Tom bid you goodnight, (laughs) won't we? It's been a... a, um, it's been a um, it's been an exciting 2007 for One Life Left, hasn't it? It has. We've really grown. Have we? <laughs> or not grown? We've certainly existed, haven't we? Yeah. For, well, we didn't exist for a big part of the middle oh, of the yeah. year. But uh, you know, this is episode 12 of season three. No, episode 11. Episode 12 will be the Christmas party one. Uh, but yeah, I've enjoyed it, and we will be back in 2008. What what date are we coming back on? Eighth, uh, I think. The eighth. Uh, and we'll have loads and loads of new features as well. Loads. Uh, loads. How many loads, Steve? Well, I've just sorted out a new feature really? today, which I can't t- tell you about. Hope- such a tease. Hopefully we'll have that one from that guy who we met at the party. <clears throat> you need to Facebook him again. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and, yep, a famous, famous... Uh, I'm trying to think of a way of give- not giving this away. Someone I've got a crush on. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to start contributing to the show next year as well, and we'll have Rainer back. We'll have more from Derek, who's our long-standing 50, 59 just episode be the, contributor. It wouldn't be a show without Derek, would it? It, it just wouldn't. Uh, we'll have Talia. She'll be coming back as well. And we will also have... It's tips to make you happy. It's odds on OD. As we approach Christmas, it's time to look at the top five things I want for Christmas. But let's do it in a very festive way. Ho, ho, ho. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five gold stars. Four Call of Duties, three Assassin's Creed, two Mass Effects, and Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Now, Saturday, 1.40, Ascot, Black Jack Ketchum, he's going to romp home. Remember, keep it odds on, odds on OD. Thanks, Odson. I liked it when Odson got more pumping um, through this year. That, well, when we got our theme changed. Got more pumping. Yeah, before he was pretty hard. Now right. he is pumping hard. Really. He's he's been uh, he's been maxed up, hasn't he? He really has. Why are you giggling, Ian? No reason. Is, is this going funny? back to the crush conversation? <laughs> <laughs> We've all got. He was there on a Saturday, wasn't he? He was. We should stop form. talking about Saturday because uh, spoil it. Well, no, because it's mean to the people who weren't there. There were lots of transatlantic listeners who wanted to come but they can um, feel as though they are there and also they can book their flights for next year yeah. well they can't because we don't know exactly but we will be doing it again for sure at some point don't know when probably near Christmas probably not actually oh oh we're going to have another mm, but, mm. but we will see mm. uh, now it's time for the reviews I've not been playing anything this week which was a worry 
yet. It was a worry. It was a worry. But it ain't anymore no. because you've told me that you've been playing something and we've got Tom. Yeah. Hey. Except for you haven't necessarily been playing anything, no. have you? You know when I say I've, I've been playing video games and, yeah. and it's frequently a lie? Well, this week I almost played a video game. No, wait, I did play a video game. Uh, on Friday, we both played a video game. Oh, oh no, wait, you stay didn't. didn't. Okay. Stay? Stay. 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 Stay didn't. Okay, so... So I I almost played a video game independently, and then, because uh, I was going to go to the shop and just buy a video game that caught my eye. Which one was that? Whichever one caught my eye. <laughs> uh, I ended up not going to the shop and cleaning the carpet instead. That's kind of like a video game. It, it's like yeah. the old video game Hover Bother. Yeah. Did you ever play that? No. Okay, well, it's kind of like that. Yeah. It, it what sort be. of video game were you hoping would catch your eye? I don't know, something fun, cartoon-like. Cartoons, okay. Um, this is great, it's like looks, market research for me. Looks good for girls. Okay, good for girls. Uh, nothing, like, I like shooting and fighting, but nothing that's just like, oh, fight, fight, uh, Unless running, it's got babies running. in it. Yeah, unless it's got babies. You like babies fighting. I like babies fighting, children fighting. Uh, so anything like that, really. I was going to see if there was anything combining all of these elements. Okay. Next time I go to the Maybe shops. someone can write in and tell us. If if you've got a game you think is for Anne and her 360, yeah. email... Team at onelifeleft.com. Uh, but not Viva Pinata. She knows no. about that already. Yeah. Tom, what Tom, have you been playing? What have I been playing? I've been playing a game called Aquaria. Aquaria. Uh, which is a lovely game. I know Aquaria. I played it too. Played the demo of it. It's a lovely game. And I, I came away with the impression that it was Echo the Dolphin, designed by the sort of girl who hangs out on DeviantArt all the time and draws fan art of witches and things. That's quite an interesting reference point. Um, I thought it was more like an underwater Castlevania, mm. but with a fairy. It did have that collect the red vampires. key here and go to there sort of thing that Metroid does as well. It is very, very similar I mean, not literal keys, but the same sort of... Like, yeah, they're, they're usually pearls and things like that and other exciting underwater things. Usually very nice underwater things, though. There isn't very... I mean, even even the boss characters look quite nice, apart from the mad underwater lion. Do you think this is the sort of game that Anne might be interested in playing? You, I don't I don't know. Um, perhaps. I mean, it's it can be quite uh, fiddly. I had, some, I had some difficulty with some of the bosses, and it doesn't really tell you what to do very much but it's it's got some lovely background art and, you see i uh, like i like things that look pretty it definitely does um i like things that look does it look cartoony yes uh good two boxes ticked right um too fiddly though i'm not really you can into... play it just with the mouse though and it, and elements of it are musical i like music so this is something on the, the computer PC, the, PC. the pc yeah my word I know. And there's me going out and buying a console. I know, I know. You can actually play it with an Xbox 360 controller really? as well if you want. Yeah. I'd but like you have to, have, have to have one that plugs into the computer. Yeah, um, there's definitely plugs on it. Obviously Simon isn't here. Oh. Sorry, but that doesn't mean we can't do a review from him. Okay. Because someone, and unfortunately I can't see their name right now because I've called up the email uh, and I have it at the point where I want to read it, and which doesn't have their name on. Maybe I'll try and thank them at the end of the show has sent us uh, a review from Simon. What? How, how is this how, possible? What? How is that possible? Because, you know, the last time Simon would have done reviews, well, that would have been back when he was a journalist, mm. writing for Amiga magazine The One. Before I was born. Yeah. But they have. They've dug up Simon's review wow. of Zool. Wow. From uh, That's a... when Simon was, uh, you know, a newly joined uh, staff writer at Amiga magazine The One. Uh, and I've got the verdict in front of me. Oh. 
Um, he says he begins it. Just without... what's the score, Steve? Come on. No, no, no. Let me That's at least give about. him the dignity of reading out a little bit of the verdict. It says it begins well. What can I say? <laughs> I don't know, Simon. It's what the eternal struggle. <laughs> Obviously, I've got to say something. Otherwise, this panel is going to look a tad on the empty side. Oh, already, Simon. already learning to fill. This, is, like this is cruelty, though, really, isn't it? So I'm going to have to rant and rave about how good Zool is. Zool is, comma, quite simply, comma, really good. It's obvious that a great deal of thought and planning went into... The- I'm surprised he just doesn't look up in the dictionary. What does the dictionary have to say about Zool? <laughs> to begin this essay... Uh, anyway, he goes on at length, and maybe I'll read up some more of that when I've read it, but I'll give you the percentage scores. Uh-huh. Graphics, 87%. That's, That's a lot of graphics. Sound, 82%. Not as good as graphics. Playability, 87%. Huh. Good That's score good. on playability. Last ability, key, of course, 85%. Good. Overall, 80. I'm going to go for 86. 87%. Oh, Zimey. Wasn't an average. They, oh, get, okay. they used to get a lot of letters about why isn't it an average. Right, why isn't it an average? I, d- I don't know. We'll have to write to It doesn't to make any Should sense. Should we write to Simon for next week? <laughs> Brilliant. No. So thank you very much for that review, Simon. Um, very, very helpful. Simon have you breached the copyright there, by the way? I don't know. I know. I, I think it probably, probably... It's uh, probably expired. Everyone involved in that magazine is, <laughs> is now unemployed or uh, something in PR. else. Or in PR. And so Christmas songs, when I get to hear them, I'm happy. And Christmas video game songs, I usually think that, like, all your music is quite cute most of the time. And so this is really cute. Um, So, yeah, I love it. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Yeah, that doesn't conclude our review section, uh, because we do have one more review. Tom, I don't know if you've heard before, but we obviously... Well, as our listeners know by now, we lack a certain amount of professionalism when it comes to reviews. And you've lent some, you know... Uh, well, I, I was about to say, I obviously am very professional in that I, I didn't really listen to very many of your podcasts before coming on. <laughs> I don't blame you, really. It's gen- genuinely not worth it. Right. Uh, but, I'm aware of what you're about to go into, though. Yes, we've, uh, we've, we've got a professional reviewer to do our stuff. Um, and that's Talia. Hello, my name is Talia. Today I'm reviewing DS video games because they are for kids. Nintendo games are for kids? Yeah. What are we looking at today? We are looking at Bratz. Um, you have to tell us what you're doing, Bratz. Um, well, well, basically you start in the room and you go around and there's... Um, stuff floating up and so so you and there's brats standing still and you and it 
asks you if you want to change in, so you change the brat, and you could if... So, basically, if I did, um, I would... If that is my stuff floating up, I would click A on it, and then, then for example, I was... Sasha, my stuff was... A T-shirt was floating up. Then I would click A, and then I would get to dress up. Okay. And is it good? Well, not really when you dress up, because you have... It says, do you want to um, um, ask people for um, other T-shirts? And you can't really get dressed until you do that, and I don't feel like it. I don't really know. What's it, what, what's it based on? What are, what are brats? What? What, what? what are brats? Brats are people. So all people are brats? No. So what is this? Is this based on dolls or a TV show or what? Um, Based on... Um, real life people, because on, um, TV I've seen, um, the brats, but I don't think it's really based on them, I think it's based on dolls. Okay, so it's based on dolls? Yeah. Who's your favourite doll? Cindy? Huh? Sasha, you mean. Barbie? Ah! I don't know, it's been a long time since i played with dolls. Um, so what's good about the game? Well, that... You, well, basically, you see um, a bone floating up and then, and whoever you are, you click on A and then you get to play with the the brat's puppy. Do you think you say basically too much? My mom does say I don't really stop speaking. What score are you going to give brats? Seven out of ten. Hello users. In many ways, it's been a momentous year for games this year, and so I'd like to take the time this week to provide you with a review of the year. A broad survey of all of the most important moments from 2007, if you will. And so, without further ado, here it is. My review of the year. Above average. 7 out of 10. Thanks, David. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I disagree. (laughs) Uh, What would you give the year? Four. Four, really? Yeah. Wow, what's, what's disappointed you about uh, 2007? Um, there were an awful lot of, um, of games that came out that everyone told me were going to be brilliant that I didn't actually like. Go I actually on, had names, trouble. Name and shame. Uh, Let's anger those PRs like we were talking about earlier in the show. Yeah, I genuinely... I should only pick on ones who have already blacklisted me then. <laughs> okay, go on, do that, do that. Okay, uh, Manhunt 2's rubbish. Ooh. Ooh. I don't talk about them. <laughs> what else have they released this year? Um, that table tennis Wii game that Ellie really liked, that's rubbish. Really? Probably. Okay. <laughs> I haven't played it, but it probably is rubbish. Has anyone else blacklisted you apart from them? Um, I imagine they've blacklisted us as well, so it's fine. I don't, I don't really know. I suppose I would know, but they don't talk to me. But um, it's it's sort of hard to say. Um, I'm aware of, of certain PRs who don't like me, but that's only for very reasonable, personal, and professional reasons. Come on, then tell, tell us who they no. are. Give us some clues so our listeners can guess. Oh, one Shh. of them's a man. What? what what's that? What? Oh, yeah. Shh. What, what just happened? That, that's our cue for gossip. Oh, we'll do it again. Shh. One of them's a man. Right. More has hair. Come on, and a shirt. Something salacious. Uh, 
Maybe some initials. 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 One of their names has the letter O. Thanks, Tom. We won't say a thing. Listeners, keep it quiet. Uh, You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We are coming close to the end of the show, but I think we've just about got time for an art. If I can find the jingle, an art. What a drawing you've done this week. What a drawing. Really? What, it what almost, drawing? It, <laughs> it almost seems half finished. Almost. Um, but that's not my fault. Um, that's the fault of branding. Okay. Uh, this this video game character, when I looked um, up a picture of it on the internet, um, the box that I found of it was uh, the body of the character was covered up by the name of the character, which is also the name of the game. You just don't think about this. I mean, sorry, they don't think about these things. They don't, they don't, about, they don't care about, about you, do they? The fact that I've got to then copy, copy it. No. Uh, copy them. What else uh, did they get art? wrong about the box, though? Uh, oh. Well, they didn't get that wrong, did they? Tom, tell us tell us what Anne was sketching from. A picture of, uh, of the box that she'd used a printer to print out. And that was had, quite an amazing sentence. What had the printer done? It had shrunk the uh, the box uh, horizontally. So the box was anamorphic. Yeah. And so the character is slightly stretched in one direction. But I think that's okay. You know, I think people who went up to our party on Saturday would be familiar with this character. Yes, so do I. Mm. I think that they would be very familiar. Um, since they, many of them, indulged in a spot. It's quite a violent game, isn't it? It is. It's quite an explosive game, one you might say. You could say that it is... I think that's enough, Steve. Is that I, really, enough? I really think that you may have said too much there. Too much. Yeah. Too much. It, it, would, it would be controversial if um, got a got a sort of TV face. It's a yeah. bit weird. Maybe that's too much. That Maybe is. that's too much. Too much. Okay, that's an art. An art. If you want to win that piece of art, and we'll send it to you. Email team at onelifeleft.com with your answer, or you can go to our website at www.onelifeleft.com and fill in the competition form there on the contact us thing. If you've got anything else to say, go there as well and tell us. It's nearly the end of the show. Nearly the end of 2007. Christmas is coming. We're all going to get fat. Please put a penny. In Steve's hat. Not wearing a hat. You have to put it somewhere else. Yeah. Uh... Thank you very much for listening to One Life Left throughout 2007. <laughs> what? You nearly forgot what year it was. I'm getting old. It's difficult. There's been many years. Do you want to thank our listeners too? Thanks, listeners. Thanks for all your letters. Thanks for your support, for your love throughout the year. Thanks for sticking by us through the tricky times. And thanks for continuing to listen to us from now and into next year. That's a bit presumptuous. Yeah, that'll uh, do it. If you do, if you do keep subscribed to the podcast, you will get a Christmas gift from us this year, which will be the Christmas party podcast that will come out next week sometime, as yeah. we've mentioned. Um, but we do have a break now. Um, we've got a break until January of two thousand and eight. Back so th- on the eighth. Yes, back on the eighth. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you very much to our guest, Tom. Thank you. You've really helped us today. You oh, genuinely have. No, I really enjoyed uh, it. Thank you, obviously, to all of our contributors this year, the previous year, and next year as well. Uh, we have been One Life Left. We'll see you in 2008. Bye. Bye.
Foundation. Now we're back. Here's my sir, Joanna. And now here's something everyone should know. 